Oh, yes. Hour number two on a Thursday. It's Groundhog Day. Yep. Kind of happening again. Things happening again. Do not fire up that Sonny and Cher song today. It will drive you crazy. Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. We're trying to talk about some fun things. Cereal and other issues. Farrah Fawcett. Uh, Christy Brinkley, Shakira, they've all got birthdays today. Are you interested in the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge? I'll admit, I'm going to watch the passing accuracy stuff tonight. Also, Zay, they've got something on Sunday called Kick-Tac-Toe. And I think I know what that means, and I think I'm in. Oh, for the kickers. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I know what that is. Have you ever seen the skills challenge they do at the NHL All-Star Game where they'll have those guys trying to break like plates inside the goal? Yes. That fascinates me. I love watching it. And if they've come up with a kicking version of that where literally you're trying to kick a tic-tac-toe and win, like AFC, you get three NFC guys, three AFC guys, whoever can kick you know, the three in a row first, they win whatever, win points. I'm going to watch it. Uh, they've got something called the Gridiron Gauntlet on Sunday, best catch final, move the chains, and flag football games. They're going to do two games, I think at first, accumulate points, and then there's a game, you know, a final game going on. Plus, I'm assuming this all gets edited together. We're not seeing this live. So oh, really? They're, so they're going to edit it quick pace for us. The Mannings are coaching. It could be funny because if they're mic'd up, I, I'm I'm in. I'm in. As yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we'll see. Knock on wood that I actually have power to watch it. But if I have the ability to watch, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. Think about if Super Bowl weekend was this weekend, like it normally is. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I know. That would have been brutal for us Texans. But thankfully, we got a whole nother week to prepare for that as far as Pro Bowl weekend. Kick tac toe. I think that's Justin Tucker's to lose. Oh, that's true. If Justin's there. Good luck, everybody else. See, that's another thing. To see, yeah, that's something we've never really gotten to see. Let's see Justin Tucker really go after something like that. I'm, I'll be completely interested there. And I want to see the precision pass in how bad Tyler Huntley's going to be. How bad is Huntley? What if Huntley like breaks an all-time record on precision passing? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yo, Lamar Jackson who? Yeah, right. Lamar, see you later. Negotiate your uh, contract somewhere else. We got our starter, Coach Hardball. I want to know how Geno Smith does, too. That's right. Kirk Cousins is there, I believe. Um, one of my favorite tight ends in the league, Mark Andrews, is there. So what does he get to do? They're doing you know best catch stuff and trick catches and all that. Uh, so that's all coming. Tonight, it's uh, 6 o'clock. Dodgeball, lightning round, longest drive, precision passing, and best catch round one is all tonight on ESPN. Uh, this says ESPN Fubo TV and ESPN Plus on a live stream. Fubo if- or Fubu? Foo, it says Fubo. Okay. Is that F-U- I'm about to say, if it's Fubu, then Fubu making a comeback. F-U-B-O. Oh, man, yeah. no. Oh, you're thinking about the clothing line. You remember line. F- going in live Fubu? For, For us, us, by us. us. Yeah. yeah, yes. I do remember that. I do remember that. Did you wear any Fubu stuff? Hell yeah. Yeah. Fat Farm, Fubu, Sean John, all that stuff. Fire. So what happened back then? Now, I wasn't into anything that was fashionable, so I wasn't going to wear any of it, Fubu or otherwise. What if I had worn FUBU then. Is that okay? Do I get made fun of? Do I get tackled to the ground? What happens? I don't know if you get tackled to the ground. You might get clowned a little bit. You might you might get clowned a little bit. Now, yeah. if you wore some FUBU with some Air Forces, like we still need to get you, ah, there you, go. you wouldn't get clowned at all. What do Air Forces cost right now? Ooh, definitely over a bill, over a hundred. 
Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, it's a lot. It's tough. Yeah, even for me, that's a lot. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe I have ever, ever owned a pair of shoes whose price had three digits on that side of the decimal. So you've never owned a pair of Jordans either? Nope. <laughs> I believe the highest ticket price I have ever paid, or anyone's ever paid for a pair of shoes for me, it was 90 bucks. What were those? Agassiz. Oh! Those were clean. Okay, yeah, the yeah, pink yeah. and green Agassiz. Yo, Andre Agassi. Those were either 85 or fire. It was 85 or 90, somewhere right, in that range. Right. And, and that was the only reason I could convince my mother to buy them. If they'd been $101, they would not have been mine. I convinced her, though, since it was under 100 So something must have went south with Phil Knight and Andre Agassi and, you know, whoever's teams were involved during that process because they don't make those anymore. And that was a fire shoe that you're talking about. He had some great shoes. Like he had some really nice shoes. Yeah. That you can rock like Air Maxes and Air Force Ones and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I can't say the same, Chad. Your boys definitely spent over three bills on multiple shoes in Woo, man. Not no more. Right. Life wouldn't let that happen. And thank goodness that, well, don't not thank goodness for this, but my mother-in-law, she knew somebody who wore the same size as me, and that person isn't with us anymore. But they passed on their shoes, had mad shoe game, and mm-hmm. I got some J's and some Air Maxes out of it, so I'm still stunning on them at a good price. So, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. Just keeping them going. Uh, speaking of keeping it going, we're keeping it going right here on The Horn. We're on 104.9 The Signal, and we're hoping to build on that, build back up to where we uh, where we always are with the streaming and, and all this. But right now, the streaming is down and the internet is down. We can't call out people can't call in but we are asking you to interact with us on twitter today if you have that ability and maybe you're just kind of bored with your phone at the house we hope you're uh doing that with power right now at c hastings 1049 at ain't that underscore zay we have had somebody send us a picture of farrah fawcett shout out uh her birthday christy brinkley's birthday shakira's birthday send us those pictures if you have them uh zay are we also getting cereal ideas from the people did you tell me you had a list of cereals? Yeah, I just got a list of cereals. Not sent by the people. Not sent you? by the people, just All a right. list. Okay, go ahead. You want to throw some cereals at me? Yeah, let's throw some cereals Make out ourselves there hungry? for the people. Well, we're going to go from, I guess, underrated slash not nationwide known. Okay. Like, you know, kind of underground, not mainstream. Okay. We're going to start right. there first. Fair enough. You, you might not have had these cereals since you're a... Older fella now. I don't know how you look at cereals nowadays. Hey, I'm an older fella. <laughs> like a lot, I feel like you eat a lot of grape nuts. That was nowadays. a good old word to fella. I've never had grape nuts. I've heard You're it not is, missing much. I've just heard it's too hard a cereal. It's little bitty rocks yeah, of, my wife, of a cereal. My wife grew up on grape nuts. Your boy, Kevin, my father-in-law, loves them. Is that right? Loves them. When I go to their house, I always see them okay. up in the crib. Never mm-hmm. had them. Not had the grape nuts. Okay. The, the healthy cereal that I came up around, if this is indeed healthy, my granddad was a Total guy. I see Total. He would rock Total all the time. So Total and Wheaties, in terms of those kind of flakes, Yeah, I did those cereals, regular corn flakes, but I never did uh, grape nuts. See, Wheaties always duped me, because I look at Wheaties... And I always saw some fire athlete on the cover. Be like, oh, man, MJ's on the cover. I got to get these. And I go home, and I'm like, ain't no way MJ eating these. It's a pretty boring cereal. It's a pretty bland yeah. cereal. It was bland. It needed sugar. Yeah. The amount of sugar I'd put on Wheaties counteracted whatever Wheaties was supposed to be. See, now, I was special special K. That was my go-to. But I also Ooh. felt a little soft because I only see women in those commercials. 
That's okay. That's right. That's what I said. I wasn't too proud to get them. No problem. No problem, because they always look sexy. Yeah. They turn one of their sexy legs into the leg of that K <laughs> on the commercial. Remember when they do that? Always made me want to eat Special K. Special K is good. Special K is good. It has some good. Uh, berries to it, blueberries, the strawberries, the chocolate ones. On point. It's an unexpectedly good, boring cereal. There's nothing exciting about it, but you eat some and you're like, oh, no, that's really good. Like yeah. the, the right has the right amount of flake. It has the right amount of air in and it. Like Chris, yeah. And then you're right. You add something to it. And that's one that stays pretty good in milk. That one doesn't soggy up very quick. Okay, so let me ask you about this cereal because this was before my time, but it's popped up. Yeah. Mr. T cereal. <laughs> Mr. T. I think I might have had a bowl or two of it. If, as I recall, think of Mr. T as just T-shaped Captain Crunch. That's what it looks like. It's basically what it was. Yeah, it's from the Quaker family. From what I recall, that's what you're talking about. A Captain Crunch-like item that was shaped like a T. The about commercials it. had to be great, too, right? About, oh, yeah, that was great. Because you had the cartoon going, too. You had Mr. T on... Uh, the A-Team, and then on Saturday mornings, they had a Mr. T cartoon, and then the Mr. T animated version, I think, is what went on the cereal box. So it was just a big marketing thing for all of us Mr. T fans. So what came first, Rocky Three or A-Team? Like, when was the first time you saw Mr. T? I think it was Rocky Three. It was Rocky Three, And he would have gotten Rocky Three off, I think he got Rocky Three off of his connection with wrestling, with WrestleMania. Because Mr. T was a part of WrestleMania's 1 and 2, got hooked up with Hogan, and then, of course, Hogan is Thunderlips in part in Rocky Three, right? And Clubber Lang is in Rocky Three. So I think that is the connection that happened because one of the first times a lot of people saw Mr. T was at a WrestleMania, and then I think off of that run he ended up with the A Team gig. Okay, I think that's what the way it happened. Okay, well, yeah. cereal looks bomb. Have you ever had chocolate Lucky Charms? No, no, I never was a Lucky Charms guy. I'm not a marshmallow cereal guy. See, it's. Weird, because it's not real marshmallows. They say it is, but it's, it's something... It's too chalky it's, to me. Yeah. I don't like that. Difference in, the difference in consistency has to be right. But the flake, I actually love the, fla- the, the flake part of Lucky Charms. If you could just remove all the marshmallows and let me have just oh, that. Oh, stop it. No, it was actually okay. That is so nasty. But I don't want to take the time to do all that, to take all the yellow moons and orange stars and green clovers and blue diamonds and purple horseshoes got added and there was something else um but i can't take all that out now for me it's kind of like it's a soggy cereal you need it to sit around for a little bit for me Mm -hmm. personally because it does have that chalky weird taste where the marshmallows are just fresh out the box like let it get set in some milk a little bit let it float around and then come back to it Lucky Charms I. Maybe that's why I never got into Lucky Charms, because I can't wait on cereal. <laughs> you know? I don't. I eat the cereals that get soggy too fast, eat them quick, but I don't ever let a bowl of cereal lay around and come back to it. That's what I should have been doing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so uh, we were talking some cereal today. Zay's nieces always want cereal when they come over. He's giving them Captain Crunch and some other stuff. Bowl of Captain Crunch does sound pretty good right now. Oh, yeah, sounds fire. Not going to lie to you. That that would sound really, really good. For a while, my kid fell for Crunch Berries, so there were Crunch Berries in the house. She figured out real quick to not tell me where they were. <laughs> Got to hide them because I'll go get Like the Crunch Berries with the OG Captain Crunch or just the all berries? At first it was the straight up Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries and then she did fall for the all berries. Yeah. We even did the one, have you seen the one that's the Texas size berries where they're like big marble size? No, where you 
Ooh, that was tasty. Things. That, in Elgin. that was a limited edition. I think that they only had at H E B for a while. Ah, okay. H E B had some special hookup with Captain Crunch rocking a Texas size crunchberry. He does look kind of like a Texan. He does have that, yeah. The old school with the white hair. Yeah. Kind of aura. He kind of looks like Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard, if you think about it. Kind of got that vibe to him. Yeah, that's not coming up for me. No? You know, Uncle Jesse, Dukes of Hazard. Only Uncle Jesse I know, Full House. No Denver pile is Uncle Jesse? Mm-mm. He was a good uncle. He was a, he'd give you cereal. <laughs> he'd make you work for it. He'd make you work on the farm for it. I mean, he was a, he was a farmer. Yeah. He never, ever, ever, I don't think they ever had him on that show where he didn't have overalls on. Maybe he went to a funeral once and they put a suit on him, but always overalls. See, unless if you know that show, when you say Uncle Jesse, nobody thinking about him. They're thinking of Oh Boy from Full House. Yeah, you're right. They're thinking of John Stamos. John Stamos. You're right. That is his the, pretty ass, and he's slightly better looking than what Denver yeah. Powell was back in the day. Uh, I'm always going to lean more towards the Denver Powell yeah. Uncle Jesse, but I get it. All of you like the sexy Uncle Jesse. That makes total. Total sense. Uh, and again, shout out to Total Serial. All right, Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. It's a crazy week sports-wise. Um, it's kind of that down week sports-wise. And we are just kind of getting through all the the crazy weather stuff here. Again, if you have power and internet and all that, go to hornfm.com for updates on all kinds of stuff, the school closures and how everything's going. I haven't heard anything from for tomorrow in terms of school districts, but hopefully this thawing out process will be good. I'm seeing even more of that power line out uh, just out our window uh, that's dripped, not dry yet, but at least dripped iceless right now. So, uh, And we see a lot more cars out on 360. The roads, yeah. have, the roads have actually been really good today. Yeah, the, I don't like the gloating that my wife's doing missing these days of school, Chad. What's she doing? Like she's just doing a like have fun at work, like when I'm leaving and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, like yeah. just just I, I don't appreciate it. We're out here being essential, uh huh, and you know, teachers they do a lot, but still, let's not make me feel bad about it when you have a day off. I agree. I don't want my wife to do that version or what my wife does, which is make do the thing I talked about yesterday <laughs> yeah, with the dog. That may be worse. That may be worse when she says to the dog, "Tell daddy not to go." <laughs> Tell daddy not to go. I don't like that one. And then I don't want your version either. I don't want the version of, I don't want my wife like in the comfy chair with a blanket on, a blanket going, boy, it's going to be comfortable <laughs> while you're gone. I don't want that either. I don't need that either. Yeah, I don't deserve that. No, uh, we don't We don't want that. But we do give a shout out to all the teachers and the kids that are getting a couple days off. You deserve it. Take advantage. Yeah, take advantage of it. Get yourself a little bit of rest. That is the ultimate quandary of how do you deal with a day off? What do you do with your snow days? Do you do nothing? Do you do a little something? Do you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to get a little bit of this work done I've thought about. I'm going to pay some of these bills I've talked about. Of course, nowadays you don't have internet maybe, so you can't even pay the bills. But how you deal with that is important because generally I go pure lazy. I'm just going to sit around and watch TV if I can. Yeah, usually I do that. You saw me the other night when we were up here spending the night. Mm-hmm. I was cranking out promos like I don't know what. You were. I did a little we bit. got of, some funny stuff coming. I did a little bit of work, too, because I couldn't think of what else yeah, to do. Yeah, just doing random work that I don't have the resources at the crib that we do here. and It was nice. I watched Kansas and Kansas State the, yes. uh, the other night. And then once that was done, yeah, I tried to get a little, little bit of work done while we still had power and yeah. internet. Glad we did that. I'm glad we did a little bit of that. I was able to get 
a uh, a recorded spot cut and sent over to our man Dave Howard. To this moment, I don't know if he's gotten it because then every, <laughs> everything went down. But hopefully, we uh, will get that done. Uh, and also, remember, it is Thursday, so we would normally be talking to Jeff Howe. We want to give Jeff uh, a big shout out and the crew over at Horns Twenty Four Seven dot com. Um, I believe, uh, and I'll double-check with Jeff on this, I am not sure if they're going to be able to get that Longhorn Blitz podcast recorded this week. Um, always be looking for that. We usually run it for you a couple times. We were unable to do that last night. I'll double-check and see if we can do that tonight. But check out Horns247.com for all your recruiting information. Jeff is a part of that Longhorn Blitz podcast. Chip Brown, who we have on on Wednesdays, but couldn't yesterday because of the phone situation. Uh, he's got the... Uh, what is it, the flagship podcast that he's a part of. Check out all their great work at horns247.com. Up next, we'll get you a flex segment. National Signing Day 2 has come and gone. Take a look at those team rankings and where the Longhorns ended up. Also, basketball postponed and moved around this week. If you're a part of that, we will tell you how you can let us know what your updated schedule is. Everybody be safe out there. More coming on the Horn. Oh, this is exciting. I usually don't get to say this. You got no shot. <laughs> you got no shot. I would even have to look up who sings this song. Can you tell me the name of the song by any chance? Hell no. Okay. I believe the song is called Promises. And wow. This ain't Sting? No, no, no. Not Sting. Not Sting. Um, Is this? Hang on. Let me make sure I got this right. Uh, No, no, no. That's not it. That's not it. I cannot recall who this is. This is a this is a great song though, a uh, great song. And then a couple years ago, uh, Sturgill Simpson did a great cover of this thing, but I can't remember the artist right now. Shout out to the Bat, our brothers and sisters over there at the Bat. So promises is here. I just can't remember who sang the song. Um, all right. So um, and why is it the sister station every time? They never say brother station. You know that? Why can't it be a brother and sister station? That's interesting. We Never do, thought about that. We do certain things where we go with the female gender pronoun. That and naming ships and other things. We always go with the female side. It's, it does sound cool. Sister station, I guess. Yeah. Alliteration helps. Uh, shout out to the Bat, 105.3. The Bat, unable to bring you the women's game last night officially on that signal. But if you were listening on the app, you were able to hear Texas women's basketball because a lo- because of a lot of reorganizing of things behind the scenes. Shout out to Craigway, to the folks at Learfield out in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for getting that all figured out. Hopefully, uh, if you're a Texas women's fan, you were able to check that out. And congrats to Vic Schaefer's crew. They won 69-56. They are now in sole possession of first place, just like the Texas men are, 17-6, 8-2 in conference. And uh, Sonia Morris had 17 for them. Rory Harmon had 14-6-6. And And they're still in the process of getting back from Morgantown, West Virginia. So the weather situation was so crazy, Zay, it wasn't that they couldn't take off in West Virginia. It's that they couldn't land here. 
they were worried about being able to land here because of all the icing situations. Ah. So they're in the process of flying back to certain places and then busing uh, to Austin. And uh, we hope they have a good, safe trip today. And remember, those Texas women's games are on 105.3 The Bat. Yo, Chad, we really yeah. briefly talked about Rory Harmon. Once she gets healthy with this crew, they're going to look like a completely different team. And we know how good Vic Schaefer is and how well he does with those ladies. Shaylee Gonzalez has been a huge addition to the BYU transfer. And, yeah, now they're sitting on top of the Big 12. We know that it's been kind of Iowa State and Baylor's conference for these last few years. But... Man, those runs that Coach Schaefer puts on in March, we just know his teams might start off slow, but they're going to get better and better. That's just what Vic Schaefer teams do. So congrats to the Texas women sitting on top of first place in the Big 12 as of right now. There's only one phrase. There's a phrase that I always think about when I think of Vic Schaefer and just how his teams play, and it's junkyard dogs. It's always going to be tough. It's always going to be a physical nature of basketball, and they're going to make you go 40 full minutes. And you're right. They seem to be uh, rounding into shape right now and uh, and really finding themselves. Nice road win there at West Virginia. So uh, we do have um, have those women's games for you on the bat. Both teams have games coming up on Saturday. We'll get you set up for all that. That uh, and both teams are in the state of Kansas, I believe. It's men at K State Saturday afternoon, and then the women are at Kansas, and then of course the men are going to Kansas on Monday. Yep. So maybe they just swap out hotel rooms. Is that how you do it? You just hey, we'll just leave the rooms open. The men's team's coming. They're gonna come chill out with you. Yeah, um, something like that might work. Um, so we'll see how. Uh, obviously, we've talked about that. How the men's team will react to going to both of those Kansas um, environments. We've got uh, got a lot of stuff on the board in a way, but I'll be honest with you, kind of a it's a down week in sports usually right before the Super Bowl, and then we had all this weather stuff coming. And right now, we do not have the ability to look much up. We've got our phones. That's why we're telling you to get with us on Twitter today at C Hastings one zero four nine at Ain't That underscore Zay. Yeah, and, Chad. Somebody. Yeah. Sent me something. Somebody sent me their preference for cereal. Okay. They said cornflakes or cinnamon toast crunch with bananas is the goat till this day. I've never had cinnamon toast crunch and bananas. I've never added bananas to really any cereal. Wait, what? I know people get into it. I've never added, I've never been an add fruit guy to cereal. Bananas is the only way I go. Okay. If I'm going to add fruit to a cereal, I only do bananas and I really only do that with frosted flakes. I would consider strawberries or bananas. They did a pre-made like special K with strawberries once. On point. I like they it. They still have that. I like it. Uh, but when I have to do it myself, eh, it's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. I want, I want cereal, milk, and let's go. Cereal, milk, spoon, let's do it. That's all I need. True. I'll, I'll do, a, a big point of cereal is just being efficient, not much to, yeah. yeah, you don't have to warm anything up or cook anything. Banana on the side. I'll do that. Bowl of strawberries nearby, but I don't need to put it on the cereal. You should try it. Okay. What if I put bananas in Captain Crunch? What would that taste like? Oh, that might be a little much. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> might be. Cinnamon Toast Crunch sounds crazy to me. Our guy, uh, Haleo, hit me up on Twitter. Like at cinnamon Haleo. with a banana? That sounds like a lot. I will tell you the best thing about Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the milk afterwards. For sure. I don't know if there's anything better about that cereal. I agree. It soggies up a little quick for me, but I do like it, and that's uh, that cinnamon milk is uh, They is need awesome. to go back to the 95 recipe, or 98, around there. They did something. We were talking about it in the first hour. 
the gluten, but some the, high fructose corn syrup, they did something. See, it's not the same. The problem is what the truth might be there. The truth might be if they really do go back to the 98 formula, you might be dead by 2026. <laughs> That's the problem. They might have found something in there and go, oh, my God, you know that cereal Zay was eating back then? They were like, yeah, there were like animal heads in there. We didn't realize it. You, you might know, be there's right. Something going on. You might be right. I think they're trying to protect you. I think that's all they're trying to do. Yo, Post needs to b- bring Waffle Crisp back. Ooh, never had it. Oh, Waffle Crisp. Yeah, man. Yeah, it kind of had like a syrupy taste to it. Okay. Oh, they they did that. Right. I don't know what happened to it. Any waffle cereal is on point. There's not. I don't see much out there nowadays. Walmart now. Got a huge waffle yeah, cereal market. <laughs> Walmart Walmart has all the bootleg underground cereals that people don't usually mess with. Mm-hmm. Check out Walmart. If you're looking for a cereal plug, Walmart has stuff that I ain't even heard of before. <laughs> Zay's going to the back aisles of Walmart. Yeah. Hey. Pan some guy under the table. You know what I need a box of. Let's go. <laughs> Need a box of the good stuff. Speaking of, we got to talk uh, Girl Scout cookies later. Oh yes, yes, we would. We definitely need to. Yeah, we were going to talk Girl Scout cookies before the weather went crazy. Yeah, I told you to text me your order. I know, but I was trying to find some girl on the east side that could get them for the low before I went to y'all's uh, wholesale price. You don't <laughs> want to go all the way to five dollars. <laughs> You're trying to find somebody that would sell to you for a dollar. Two bucks, two bucks. Yo, there's a girl somewhere okay. in East Austin slanging them things for the low. Wow. Okay. You let, let me know where she at. Let me don't, know. Don't out her too much because we ain't trying to get her locked up or mama or nothing. But there's somebody out there selling them for the low. I don't care where you got them from. La, 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 la. Do not tell me. I don't want to know as long as, you know, you know wrong. Yeah. Get a little cheaper. Nothing wrong with checking that out. Once you get done checking that out, if you're interested, my wife's troop does have a special deal for you. Five dollars a box or four for twenty. Whichever you prefer. I mean, there's a, I mean, ser- yeah. it's a serious deal going on. Yeah, right there. that's a deal. Yeah. I I'm gonna do it just because I'm a good person. But also, oh girl, out there, baby kid or not. Uh-huh. See see what we can do. My wife tells me that when people are walking into Walmart or wherever they're out in front of, they're going to do one at a Starbucks this year, apparently, if the weather gets better. Okay. That should be interesting. Hopped up on coffee and ready for the cookies. But they say that if you just tell them what one box is, it doesn't get them to react. But for years, they've been doing that. When they were four bucks a piece, they'd say five for 20. And they would just realize, oh, my God. And then they thought it was a deal somehow. That's just Wait, a, you just said four for 20, and I was like, that ain't no deal. Exactly. Because now it's four for 20 because it went up from $4 to $5. <laughs> So that's but that's how they do it. They'll tell somebody, "Oh, how much are the cookies?" They'll go five dollars or four for twenty. And some people, their eyes light up like, "Oh, four for twenty, it's a great deal." Yeah, four for twenty? Are you kidding me? No, you're just explaining the math to them. And the kids use it all the time. <laughs> oh my god, honey, I got four for twenty. Oh, four for twenty is the normal price. Also, what's the age limit in your wife's troop? Like how how old they go? Uh, Thirty five. I'm no, about to say not no. True. I'm that's like, not true. Okay, because I've seen some grown-ass women selling these cookies on the side. Where I'm like, I don't know if I should be buying from y'all. It goes through, uh, I mean, you go all the way through high school age, through high school, and then at that point, if, at that point, if you're seeing like a, you know, a woman, you're, you're seeing the mother of a Girl Scout or a Girl Scout leader, or usually both. Okay. Yeah. Because we don't need no- She's associated with the group. Because we don't need no Ron McKelvey Girl Scouts. No. No. <laughs> we definitely- we don't. 
And you don't, don't you don't need, need to, that. Not, or that 22-year-old. Arcella Brooks. Yeah, that was backing the 13-year-old girls down in the paint <laughs> in that junior college, not junior college, that JV basketball game. You don't need that. That was gross. We that was amazing. Yeah, we don't need that. All right, let's get you a quick flex segment here. If you've got some updated information because of the weather, we will tell you what to do with it. Here you go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Yes, indeed. Uh, FLXATX.com. I'm going there right now on my phone to check things out. Pinned right on top there. They've got a message for you. It says, let us know if your games are postponed or canceled. Uh, so, Chad, yeah. my wife, who works in the Round Rock District, she just told me, just got word of no school tomorrow either. So oh. there's no school tomorrow what? for all Round Rock ISD. That means there's no games for those teams either. Yeah, and there were some games that they had thought maybe could get moved to tonight. But yeah. I think that's probably now being pushed. So double-check the schedules there. If you have updated info that you can share with the Flex crew, uh, you can go ahead and do that. I'm also seeing, Zay, some good stuff from Flex. Uh, Flex is retweeting uh, some of our local athletes. One of them here, one of the Elgin baseball guys, says, No school, still getting some work in until the power went out. <laughs> he's, in, yeah. he's in there with the machine throwing him balls, hitting into the hitting into the net. That's what I'm talking about. Got another kid in the batting cage, says back in the lab. Uh, you can go check those out at FLXATX on social media. So basketball, probably getting pushed back and postponed. Those National Signing Day events, probably getting pushed back even more until, let's face it, until the school is open. Which leads us right uh, to Roberson in Red Oak, uh, the kid Warren Roberson. Warren Roberson, yeah. yeah, the safety that is considering Texas and TCU and and some others. I think he's a TCU commit, just hasn't signed nothing. Okay, all right. Um, so they they thought he was going to be able to. He wanted to be able to make his choice this week, uh, but considering what we're going through here, once you go up north to Red Oak, uh, even colder temperatures and different situations they're dealing with, I'm assuming Red Oak School has not been open this week, so we may be waiting a little bit to determine Roberson's choice and then nothing on Deuce Robinson either, the tight end out of Arizona. So keep your eyes peeled there. Zay, I did pull up the final team rankings. According to this rankings, and I pulled up the rivals rankings, Bama, Georgia, Texas, Ohio State, LSU is their top five right now. And then you've got Notre Dame rounding out the top ten. Oklahoma's at six. You mentioned their class the other day. That's a good, solid number for OU. I know Texas fans don't want to hear that, but just keep the friends close and enemies closer. Three, five stars. What recruiting outlet is this? This was the rivals list. Rivals list, okay. So OU, according to them, has three five stars which is a good number for them. And A&M, according to this list, is down at 14. So if you're looking at that Aggie class after having the best class maybe ever anybody's ever seen or graded out, they slip all the way down to 14, and that would be the biggest drop ever after doing that. So you've had an A&M team and a Florida team make that kind of a drop, go all the way out of the top 10 after you had the number one class. Yeah, it seemed both of those schools got caught up with some 
NIL promises that their ass just couldn't cash. You know, we heard about the quarterback at Florida that was promised $13 million and found out that they reneged up there. So he ended up leaving, and yeah. we heard a whole bunch of stuff in College Station about that 2022 freshman class, the best one of the best freshman classes of all time, not getting the money or the NIL benefits that they thought they were going to get in College Station when they signed. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that both of those schools had that jump in the wrong direction. And plus, 5-7 and seven in College Station, that doesn't help either. We know all the drama that Jimbo, had going down there and you know just the offensive woes so yeah those type of things we're gonna see a lot more of them if these schools promise these kids things that they can't honor yeah and it's a great point to bring up and it's also kind of a chicken and an egg thing does one create the other and which way does it go does the five and seven start to create the animosity through nil or is it that your nil stuff is messed up so then you're distracted by all of that and that affects your season. Yeah, because if I'm not getting paid when I'm getting paid, you're right. If it affects my season, who who am I playing for then? Right. That, like, what am, what am I playing for? It doesn't make me want to go out there and give you my all and, you know, sacrifice my life and my bones for something that I was promised that ain't coming my way. That's bogus. Because now it's not just – oh, that was under the table and you misunderstood what they said kind of a thing. That's not like a old days of, no, man, we can hook you up with a car. And then you don't end up getting hooked up with a car. What are you going to do? Tell the news? Yeah, you can't snitch. You can't go to a TV station and say, hey, man, they didn't get me a car. It goes back to Eric Dickerson and the Aggies. That was always the weird argument there where it was like, you know, Eric Dickerson, blah, 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 blah. What are the Aggies going to do? Gripe about it to the news media? Hey, man, we promised him a car. That's the car we, huh? That's, what did y'all promise Dickerson? That's the car what? It's supposedly a Trans Am back then. Wasn't he driving something like that, though? The gold Trans Am. The gold Trans Am, yeah. The car he was driving at SMU supposedly was, was paid Aggie. for by a <laughs> But who's going to say it, right? Who's going to say that out loud? But nowadays... <laughs> oh, my god! But nowadays, with certain things on top of the table, maybe it's not all on top of the table, but now a lot of it is, you've got to be clear about all these things. Because then, if you mess it up, now you are officially on the board, on the ledger, lying to these kids. You're lying to them. Now, yes, they could have totally misinterpreted something. I get that. No, I need it in writing. Where the email's at. Yeah, and that's the part of it that they've, that they've got to figure out. We got receipts. Whether it is, and you're talking about two SEC schools there, a conference Texas is going to join. You just got to have all the T's crossed and I's dotted and make sure you have it done right. You're in a conference with Alabama and Georgia and pretty soon Texas and Oklahoma. You got to get this stuff right. You are one of the elites in that world, so you got to get all of that right. And this is not to necessarily pick on those two schools. It's just in the last little while, we've had a couple of those stories, and that one looks really bad for Florida. it looks so bad. We haven't had a specific story come out of College Station. That's just something people have theorized on, and I haven't heard a lot of sort of concrete stuff there, but that Florida one with the $13 million they, they got like, blinking at you, that's tough. I think they put like $70 million in their new facilities up there, too. In Gainesville? In Gainesville, or, yes. Yeah. Yes, like practice facilities yeah. and new hot tubs and dressing rooms got cleaned out and redone and stuff, so they got bread over there. We know Florida sure. and the SEC, they've always had paper just once you start getting you know outside of 
the university with these boosters and all these people who can offer you money but don't have ties straight to the university so they won't get in trouble for it. And then that starts affecting your recruiting. We're going to start seeing more of these things. We're going to start seeing yeah. more of these teams get dropped further and further in uh, these recruiting rankings and signings and whatnot. A lot of stuff going on as we come off a of National Signing Day Part 2. Longhorns with the number three class. It is uh, signed, sealed, and delivered now and still might have a couple little gems in there towards the end. We'll keep you posted on all of that. Remember, at FLXATX on socials, the updated school stuff, because now we're hearing that the districts are going to be off tomorrow. Zay's already got the confirmation from his wife. Round Rock ISD is off tomorrow, so that will mean these basketball Basketball games are probably not happening. Get us updated. Uh, get the Flex crew updated so th- to make sure they get the information out there. And they've got updated lists for you. FLXATX.com, boys and girls basketball, and where these games are being played and how many of them are being moved. All that is there for you, plus some National Signing Day stuff. Up next, where are we at in society with Zay? And then we'll dig back in in the 2 o'clock hour. Do you care at all about the Pro Bowl? And we're asking you to send us your pictures of the branches at your house, of what's going on at your house. We hope uh, that there's nothing to take a picture of, but we know a lot of you have that. So we've shared a little bit today, and we'll ask you to do it in the 2 o'clock hour on Twitter. We'll give you all the info coming up. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Such a safe 80s song. Nobody got hurt in the making of this one. Zay, any chance? I think I know this artist. Any chance? It's a group's name. Is there any chance you got it? Oh, look at that sax solo. That's not hurting anybody. You're up. (laughs) That is such a great guess. Oh, a little bit off. A little bit off. off. I I love the guess. Give me another hit. Um... Ah, uh, what's going to help you here? This is a band that featured like one or two members of Genesis, and it was a something and the somethings band. You might have just made it harder for me to yeah, guess. Yeah, right. I didn't really help. No. So I believe it's Mike and the Mechanics did this one. Okay. One of the ge- one of the guys in Journey, if not Journey, one of the guys in Genesis, if not two of them, were uh, Mike and the Mechanics. And I think this was the upbeat hit. They also had one called The Living Years. About a son singing about his father, which made everybody sad back in the day. That was a good tune, too. But this is the fast one. Shout out to the bat. Zay is channeling the bat, literally, and pulling up 105.3, the bat, our uh, sister station. We're the only way you can technically hear 105.3 right now. That's true. That signal. Uh, and some of our others got taken out by falling limbs and stuff, but we are clinging to 104.9. We hope uh, you're having a good one today. We know some people are hearing us today because we're getting a lot of great uh, tweets in and we've asked you to share with us different things today. If you want to send us pictures of Farrah Fawcett, Christy Brinkley, or Shakira, they've all got birthdays today. Or we've talked cereal. If you want to send us a picture of a bowl of cereal you're eating eating today, that's kind of the level of board we are today with all this stuff. We're just trying to find some positivity. It is National Optimist Day, so we're trying to be optimistic about certain things. Right now, we're always optimistic about where we're at in society as long as Zay is the one telling us about it. Here we go. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, I have my phone 
Is it? Do I need to go to Twitter? I'm going to retweet this. You're going to retweet it. Okay. Yes, because this is a weird story. I wish we had the audio for it, but we'll play it some other day. Okay. So we I'm were talking on. about Arian Foster a couple of weeks ago. Yes. I don't know why. I think I just brought him up on some comparison or something that I like to do. But I love Arian Foster. Arian Foster, yeah. I don't know how you're going to feel about him after this. He was on okay. a podcast. It might be his podcast. I can't tell, but... PFT commentator, they posted it and I retweeted it from there. On this podcast, Arian Foster claims that the NFL is rigged <laughs> to where he got a script during training camp that would set out week by week what is going to happen. Come on. Vince man. McMahon style. Come on. Like week one. You mean wins and losses? Everything. Like week one. You might hurt. You're hurting your hamstring. Week oh, two, Zay. you have three touchdowns. <laughs> Week three, uh, 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 since he was playing for the Texans, somebody made this uh, comparison. You're going to lose to the Colts because everybody loves Peyton Manning and the Colts. Just deal with it. Uh, week four, and then they went to specifics, kind of too. Like week four, this ref might miss a call then. And Arian Foster was like, yeah, but you got to still put on the show and whatnot. So we basically, when we practice, we studied the script. And that was what practice was all about. Okay. Let me just play a little bit of devil's advocate as I'm looking at this. And I've retweeted it as well at C Hastings 1049. Zay at ain't that underscore Zay. Uh, the podcast is called Macro Dosing. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if some chemicals. I was about to make the joke and say, wait a minute, is Arian Foster selling gummies that I don't know about? It's literally called macro dosing, and the colors are all green, and there's a spaceship. Yeah, it looks spacey. In the logo. So the things I've always loved about Arian Foster is that he will speak his mind. He did speak his mind back in the day. He was the anti NFL stereotype when he when you when he hit. He was the opposite of what you'd think of as an NFL, you know, player. Not the meathead NFL player that's never read a big thick book in his life, never went to class in college. Oh yeah, very intelligent. He's the opposite of all of that. He went to Tennessee and apparently attended every class and maybe some for his teammates, and he was very well read and he would talk about different subjects and I remember him talking about all kinds of different things from his thoughts on it was his thoughts on history, his thoughts on religion, his thoughts on all these different subjects. So that part I appreciate but I'm going to need to see some hard evidence that somebody's laying a script on NFL players. Come on. Every player, every team. There's no way, Zay. 53 times 32. That's just the active roster. But So let's say, let's go there. 53 guys times 32 teams. You want me to believe that in a social media world that we live in today, that there's a perfect way for you to say it. There's a Vince McMahon, it ain't a, a shoot, it's a work script going around about what happens for 17 weeks. You're telling me that wouldn't have gotten out? Hey, uh, can I speak to, yeah, this is Roger Goodell. Can I speak to Joseph Osai? Hey, Joseph, um, I don't know if you read the script or not, but you're going to push Patrick Mahomes out of bounds while he's out of bounds and get thrown for a flag and ruin the game for your team. You, be ready for that, all right? Be ready for that in, uh, uh, AFC conference finals or conference playoffs. 
All right, hang up. Arian Foster wants me to believe that Roger Goodell or somebody is booking the NFL territory like Dusty Rhodes used to book territories back in the 70s and 80s? I love it. Arian Foster has lost his mind. uh, By the way, maybe the best name for a podcast based on what he's saying that I've ever seen. Macro dosing, well-named. Well named. Now I just now just set him off. Now let's see what he's got. If he's got any like what what possible evidence could he have? Are you really you're really sending that out like on paper with the NFL shield on it? Page one, NFL shield. Page two, backdrop Buffalo. Blah 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 blah. Really? Come on. So the memes for it. If you go to the quote tweets and people just quoting memes from it, like retweeting and stuff. Yeah. They're pretty hilarious. Oh, I bet. Like one says, Mark Sanchez reading the butt fumble script, and it has like a meme of Mark Sanchez like chugging his water and spitting it out because it's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. That is so wild. I bet even the guys on the macro dosing podcast knew they had something weird in front of them at that point. It's like, wait, what did he just say? Arian, what are you? Huh? Come on, Somebody man. put Jason Pierre Paul reading his Fourth of July script <laughs> and his Hannibal Burns like looking at his hands. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, that's good. I was gonna say, did did they script every they didn't script it to that level, right? Is this like an NFL? Yeah, this is just go on like as for your whole life, like once you get off the field and go home. Is it old school, like in the old wrestling days where you never break kayfabe? So is this the, the NFL kayfabe is, all right, guys, we're going to need you to wreck some cars. We're going to need you to, yeah, blow some digits off. We're going to need you to get involved in a couple of, you know, domestic violence situations just to keep that rep going. We got to make bad guys. Antonio Brown, where do you see your script? Wait till you see your script. <laughs> what about T.O.? Did T.O. get the script back in the day? Hey, T.O., we're going to need you to make this all about you for a while, then do a weird workout on your driveway. Can you do that for us? Well, shirtless. Did, did we put shirtless in the script? Okay, shirtless. Write it in. Write in the word shirtless. We need to see your abs, and you need to do a workout. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's hey, crazy. Like, hey, Des- Deshaun Watson, we're gonna make you a pervert, but <laughs> you might you're gonna be the richest person in NFL history. <sighs> but you're, you're gonna have to be a pervert for a while. But it's gonna all gonna work out, and you're gonna be guaranteed the most money ever in NFL history. You good with that? Maybe, okay. Maybe they send you the NFL scripts on like exploding paper. Like flash paper that you know magicians use, you only are allowed to read it for like twenty minutes, and then it just disintegrates. That's why we have no evidence. Maybe that's why <laughs> Arian Foster could be right. Gosh, Arian, oh, come on, dog. I needed that today. Well done for where we at in society, because today is National Optimist Day, and I am so optimistic that that is the greatest thing I've heard. It's also the dumbest thing I've heard, but we kind of need some of that right now. Well done, Arian. Now, here's what I need, Zay. I need a well-crafted, professional question to Roger Goodell at the Super Bowl about that subject. I need a big dog. I need like a – Schefter's probably too big. Maybe not that guy. But maybe it's not – but an investigative guy, a columnist. That's what I need. An old, battered up, beaten up, battered up. You know one of those guys that's just been doing it forever. 
That when Roger that has gets, nothing to lose. Ro- no, yeah, but then when Roger sees him, he doesn't see a threat at all. Like the guy that's been cranking out columns for the Dolphins for years. That guy. He's sitting third row because he's always there. Hey, there's Bill. You gonna call on him? Of course I am. It's Bill. And then Bill asks the question. Roger, recently Arian Foster was on a podcast and said that the league is fixed and you guys send them scripts. Can you comment? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see what he does with that. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. Arian Foster has officially crossed over to another place. Two o'clock hour is coming up. We hope you're having a good Thursday. Coming up this evening, uh, we will get your ball don't lie at three. Uh, roads are good out there. Those guys are going to be able to get in. Unfortunately, we are unable to reach out with phone calls and internet and stuff. You guys are unable to reach back except with social media. So we're using Twitter that way today. After ball don't lie, we will have Longhorn Weekly with Coach Terry, that is happening because apparently uh, they do have the power uh, situation figured out at Pluckers. So Longhorn Weekly with Coach Terry, the campus location. If you're able to safely get out there, that might be a great way to take your mind off what's going on right now. Go get you some good food, get you a hot meal. Maybe if you don't have power, get over there, get warmed up, get some food, listen to Coach Terry. That is 7 to 8 o'clock tonight right here on The Horn.